<laughs> guess we're just going to wing this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Crash land it. As opposed to most of our episodes, which are well planned out. I don't even have my notes ready. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast. I don't have the words in front of me, so I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> where we talk about spirituality, news, and how Ivanka Trump quoted the podcast. Uh, Wait, what? She, she was in Rome recently. Oh, yeah. and ironically, I'm wearing my shirt from Rome that says "Winning Rome." Um, my name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. Hey there. Together, we are the Inglorious Pastors. Uh, yeah. Up. I am totally unprepared for this episode. I can and tell. Good chance the uh, computer is going to die before we get to the yeah, end. Yeah, so. so we're at 46% and I forgot my charger. So we got to get this. We were at uh, 54 whenever I sat down. Yikes. So it's going to be our shortest episode ever. Yeah. Um, announcements. We've got uh, books to give away. Oh, yeah. Um, which I did not come prepared to <laughs> oh have this. God. So we're doing ready. that next week? No, I'm going to do it right now. Um, it's fine. It's fine, guys. So um, go ahead and pull up the, the, the drum roll, per se, and by the time you get it choked up. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Okay. You ready? Yes. Hey! Whoop. That's the wrong one. Wrong one. Our first winner is Chris Stein at Chris Stein Music. Hey. Yeah. Well, Chrissy Steins. Well, Chrissy, oh, Chrissy Steins. Um, you want to do the next one? All right. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> how, how random do we want this to be? Do it, do it. Do I want to give it to this person or not? Well, uh, what I mean, what do you, I don't know what you're talking about. It, it's, it's the book. Do I want to give the book? Just, just say whoever Whatever, man. All right. Steve Austin. <laughs> no, not that guy. <laughs> I, I take Steve it all Austin. back. All right. Okay. And uh, let me do one more. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do. Susan Frazier. Hey. Susie Frazier. I feel like she's won before, but you know I think what? she has, actually. Random as, random as it is, it is. <laughs> yep. I, everyone knows when it's random, I wouldn't have given it to Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, there we go. Susan Giving it to Steve keeps the integrity <laughs> yes, of the... Uh, the integrity of the, <laughs> yeah. of the randomness. So... <laughs> Um, all right. Well, there it is. Congratulations. Uh, slide into our DMs with your address and we'll, we'll just your address. Just show we up. don't want you sliding into anything. Just Steve. your address, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nothing yeah. else. Yes, that is it. So here we go. What aren't we drinking? Yeah, uh, there a, is a plethora of of whiskey right yeah. now. Yeah, the whiskey is flowing freely. Uh, I'm having my uh, Willet Family Estate Rye, oh. which is like really good and uh, like 57 percent alcohol. So uh, 57. It's ridiculously good. I am having uh, Jefferson's Ocean, Ocean aged at sea. The that's name is Jefferson's is. Ocean. Is that like? Jefferson okay, Airplane. Like, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, right. Like, their, it's, their third, third, it's like their fourth iteration. Billy's brother. What? Billy Ocean. No. 
We haven't had a Billy Ocean reference in a while. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Uh, this stuff is actually aged at Boy, sea. Boy, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Billy Ocean. Also pretty, pretty rapey. Yeah. Pretty rapey songs. Kind of kidnappy, too. Yeah, that's bit. what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's... it's it's not uh, a little predatory. Yeah, yeah, like you look, listen to him now. And I was like, I was singing that when I was like eight. Uh, yeah. Probably shouldn't mm-hmm. have been. Uh, anyway, Jefferson's Ocean is actually aged at sea, like on ships. They put the barrels on ships. It crosses the equator four times, visits five continents, and over thirty ports on an average sailing. Oh, so wow. it drinks almost like a scotch. Actually, yeah, it's, the, it's the definitely salt, more scotch. The briny, yeah, uh, the briny from good. the ocean air. So it's really good. Um, I am drinking. Uh, so I stopped by my local honey hole. Uh, starting it, gave my phone number to that to the owner, saying, "Hey, if you ever get some of that sweet Slide sweet Blantons, uh, hit me up." Um, but uh, I tried Elijah Makes it sound Craig. Like a house, Michael. Um, the things I would do for Blantons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that way with E.H. Taylor, man, yeah. all day long. So, um, they sold me on some Elijah Craig. It's small batch, barrel proof, uncut, straight from the barrel. It's yep. good. It's a hundred and twenty two proof. Really good too. It's hundred and twenty two proof. Yeah. Sixty one percent. That did not taste like a sixty one. No. It's smooth as it really is. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna be flying. Well, I did not smooth. know that when I yeah. Yeah. Uh, tasted that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh, you wouldn't have known. No. Nope. Yeah. And then we Batch also have beer. B five one nine. Uh, it's very good. Is it? Yeah. It's uh, very so Burnham good. Brewing, one of our favos. Uh, Burnham. Never, never heard, heard of them. Didn't touch them. Um from Michigan City. Michigan Indiana. City, yeah. Uh, it's their anniversary ale. Kettle soured, Ooh. Imperial Goza style ale, brewed with caffeine lime leaves? Kefir. Oh, that's an R. Okay. Yeah, it's kefir lime leaves. some cursive because people use cursive um, still. Those are, it's uh, a really good beer, man. Black those limes, really black lava salt, and coriander, then finished with pink guava puree. I will say it is not as, I was expecting to like be like pucker up it would be so tart it's oh not, it's wow. very very good yeah wow yeah i can't recommend that nope, enough. that's crazy good <laughs> that is really good yeah that's crazy good so all right um this round is on the pastor's pub if you'd like to buy us around uh head on over to patreon.com slash pastor's podcast it will get you access to spinoff podcasts, access to the Pastors Pubs, closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. We do have several people who have bought us rounds that have not sent me sent me in their bios. Hmm. So you know who you are. Get on it. Yeah. Get your recognition. Yeah, we could be talking about you right now, but we're not. Dragging um, you. Yeah, Karen. Things discussed in the pub. There were no Karens yet. All right, we need a Karen. We do need a Karen. No, we don't. No, we don't. Sure, we do. <laughs> uh, things discussed if in the pub. If your Karen, please don't support us. <laughs> Speaking of people uh, we don't support, uh, Relevant Magazine, Cameron Strang. Uh, yep. Cameron Strang doesn't like black people. I think that's what Kanye West said. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I don't know. I, his apology rang pretty hollow. No, it was ga- It was gaslighting. Yeah. And, Straight uh, up gaslighting. <clears throat> I know he stepped down. I mean, I, I hope he changes. No, I he mean, took a sabbatical. He didn't actually step down. He still is going to own the company and really? manage it mm-hmm. eventually. Uh, he's just taking a break so he can seek it's uh, it's it's seek image help. management. Yeah, it's absolutely exactly what it is. It's like what every evangelical pastor does oh, when God. they get caught boning the secretary. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, if so you haven't followed it, follow Andre, Andre Henry Andre Henry on uh, Twitter and Instagram and everything yeah. else. Basically, uh, there's just. Uh, the litany of things that he said and did that were um, just despicable. Yeah, are, are pretty bad. Um, yeah, and uh, I feel bad for everybody that works there. 
um, because yeah. it's not their fault. It's his fault. Um, and hopefully, uh, I've, I've never, you guys know, I've never really cared no, for relevant either. that much. No, yeah. I haven't either. Um, I think early in my deconstruction, I sort of read relevant, but yeah, they're, it's a conservative magazine. It is. Like they, they build themselves as edgy, but it's just conservative. Yeah. It's just, evangelical. well, that's well, who they're, that's no, their main, they, that's their main. Right. Base. No, they, they, they're, they're centrist. And that's the problem is they'll have Rob Bell and Pete Holmes on, but they'll, and Richard Rohr, but they'll also have, uh, a, all the the conservative assholes on there as well, yeah. because they're they're playing to an audience of primarily yeah. white people. Yep. yep. Um, and it's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I was a subscriber. I listened to the podcast for uh, ten years. I listened, mm-hmm. um, and about a year ago, I had to just it, yep. it drove me crazy because uh, they didn't stand for anything. They yeah. stood for everything, and then mm-hmm. they just. They didn't speak up, and yep. and the stories that are coming out now are just further proof of what they I already it safe felt. Like every church does. Yep. And so he's doing his. I'm going to disappear for a little bit, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. pop right back up. Yep. So, uh, whatever. Don't give me your money. Give it to somebody else better. Yeah. You know who's not going to be all about the Benjamins. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Stephen Dunn and Stephen Bain met up and. Ate the slow bone. What? They ate at a restaurant called the slow ban- bone. Neat. So, the Stevens. Insert joke here. Yeah. Could pass up the slow bone. Something, something. My nickname in high school. Right. So. right. Yeah, of course. Uh, we <laughs> talked about uh, quantum supremacy and time crystals. So, no, you did. No, you no, did. No, no, uh, no. Not just me. I will talk about time crystals if we want to. Yeah, I didn't uh, get it. You sent me the an article and I read it. I'm like, uh, what? Brandon Andrus uh, did the quantum supremacy. I don't fully understand that one. It yeah. has something to do with computing really, really fast. Quantum computers, yeah. Yeah. It'll, I don't get it. It'll, it's more than what the human can fathom. Yeah. Even It's more than what our normal computers can fathom. Yeah. So you got to build a goddamn super computer but the quantum the, or the the time crystals blows my dick off man it's insane what's the practical well, then you can use, they can use See, other crystals to heal it that's the thing that i just didn't quite understand like what's the practical i don't i don't think that's what i love about that that is there is no like real i'm sure they'll find a practical application but it's really just science for the sake of science and eventually <laughs> uh, it'll go to something that goes into your iphone and it'll make it some new feature who the fuck knows or you can read read the future who knows um, so it has no practical purpose. Got I'm it. sure. I'm sure it will. That's great. I mean, th- the they world is about literally on fire. But at least we have time crystals. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we build the time crystals, we can jump back into the past, and you know, stop the industrial revolution. Yes, that's the game. That's the goal. Okay. That's the practical application, Brad. I want to go back to serfdom. Yeah. I want to be a. Do you I want to be a lord? Be a fife. <laughs> a fife. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, KFC chicken and donuts sandwich. I would need it. Eat the shit out of that. I, yeah. I'm not I, even ashamed I, of yeah. it. Yeah, I, would I probably would. If too. that thing shows up in Martinsville, Indiana, well, no, not here because ours is just fucking disgusting. Yeah, they, disgusting. they got a remodel. I mean, they probably took well. The I'm not worried about the, the remodel. I'm worried about it's just a fancier. It's just the remodel. It's just a fancier filth. You know? <laughs> anyway, I'll drive to Bloomington and eat this. It's not much better in Bloomington. I can <laughs> assure you that. Um, uh, Matt triggered some feminists in the pod. <laughs> you did. Did you? No. Nobody. He tried. He, tried. he attempted. Nobody really. No. Nobody, nobody really bought. It was just. A, it was a. It was just a meme. It had Mentos and just had the men part like um, highlighted, and there was just a cat like screaming, and it just says men, and then the toes, and it said feminists. <laughs> 
backup was just, noise. Remember when we were talking about I just wanted straying and I just <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to see the world burn. Yeah. I can yeah, gear. I think everybody knows I don't subscribe to that, so Yes. Does everybody know that? I hope you, so. Can you can you just uh clarify that for everyone please? In fact he does he subscribes to that. No, I absolutely don't subscribe to that. <laughs> He's got the, the uh subscription to No, I don't. Ill relevant magazine. <laughs> Irrelevant. Ill ill elephant. Ill ill elephant. Ill elephant. I might have had some samples at the liquor store. Great, <laughs> great. He's already drunk at our, and we have about twenty percent battery left. No, so. I got forty-one percent working. Um, Are we though? Eh, we'll find out. I figure we should probably skip the uh, music for this for this week. <laughs> That's probably fine. Just, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess I won't play that song. Oh, gr- oh, I'm uh, sad because I'm sure it was a it was a peach. <laughs> I didn't have one. I was looking it up. What, sorry for right going now. at you so hard about Danny Johnson. Yeah, fuck you. Week. No, I'm I, I'm saying I'm sorry, yeah. Dick. <laughs> I'm literally saying I, I'm sorry. I listened to it back. I was like, yeah, I went at him pretty hard about that. I yeah. probably should. Let me just relay this. I've been back. Let really me just hard. replay the conversation just happened. I'm really sorry. Fuck you. Yeah, I, that's just, <laughs> that like, is classic, that, Michael. <laughs> no, that's just classic. Our friendship. Fuck general, you as our love language. Fuck, fuck you means... I was trying to be vulnerable you, on the Brad. podcast and say, I'm sorry for going what, at you what, hard. What I'm that? sorry for yucking your yum on Daniel Johnston, though I don't get it. What, you like him, and that's what fine. What that fuck you meant was, was, Brad, I hear you. I see you. I appreciate you. Well, that's not you, how I took you, it. So. Well, fuck you. <laughs> you were valued. Right. I take it back. Let's go to um, the, the Gary Busey. Stuff. Are, are we doing the must? Are we saving the mustard? Yeah, just save it. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to save it. Wait, um, what? We've got mustard, but yeah, we we'll don't have anything that, to put that, it on. We don't have anything to put it on, and we're we're running low on battery. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, I do have Gary Busey yeah, ready. Here we go. You know what birds are? Angels with feathers. It's been meditating with Gary Busey. I'm not kidding. I read that nine times and was like, Harry, angels have feathers, buddy. Like, what the... F- like... <laughs> isn't, didn't he mean... Do you know what angels are? Birds with feathers? No, that doesn't no, make sense No, he either. literally is it saying... It doesn't make sense it, it, none, of it, none of it makes Like, he most definitely typed that after snorting cocaine off of somebody's ass. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, Matt... <laughs> Let's do your thing. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Always look on the light side of Well, Michael, what do you have? Because we don't... (laughs) Nothing? You don't have anything? Um, No. I mean, mean, I'm fine. I mean, it's not like I'm... Okay. I, I don't have anything like that I could really point to. Everything's fine. I'm fine. I just don't... I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. I remembered my bright side, and then I also remembered uh, uh, that I forgot to bring it. So We got some... <laughs> what? Uh, so I went to a honey festival um, this past I love honey. weekend, and I do I too, honey, man. man. I do. Um, but I, I bought some, some honey for the podcast. We have a really great... Uh, is it a honey farm? Do you yeah, call it's it a honey farm? farm. Yeah. Uh, like right outside of town, and it's just... Yeah, it's been there forever, and they've had a big, they had a big uh, fall foliage or fall festival, and it was. Uh, I, I walked away with like four different types of honey. I did, <clears> I did buy one for the podcast. So Always amazed at how different 
different honeys taste. Oh yeah, like, it's totally different. Crazy. I got some honey from an apple orchard, which I love the apple orchard, but I, I got the honey and it just was not good. Yeah. So it wasn't their honey. It was some other honey. I like it. I've got a shipping. watermelon blossom honey from Hunter's, which oh, is nice. the one outside of town here. And it is, man, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so good. I got um, one for the podcast, which I'll tell you later. Um, and then I got uh, maple infused. I oh, got whoa. lavender infused for Sarah. Whoa. Oh, Sarah. for Sarah. Never yes. mind. Okay. Uh, and then I got, uh, I, I like locust honey. I got that for myself. Nice. Too, so, so, but I got one for the podcast, which I'll bring okay. on a further date. Okay. We'll do it with mustard. We'll mix it with no. mustard. Oh, honey God. mustard. Oh yeah. Yes, it would be. It would be honey mustard. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally my favorite. It was like, Ooh God, no. And I was like, Oh no, wait, that's honey mustard. So yeah, that was, that was our fun. Uh, they had like a, uh, I don't know. It was a bounce house, but it was like, a, one of those American Ninja Warrior things where like there's the balls that, uh, you have to jump on. But, uh, and you jump from ball to ball to ball. There's four balls you got to jump on. And like, they go back and forth. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, And uh, my son was the first one to actually make it all the way across. He is pretty pumped. And yeah, he's he's Our kids did one of those. My kids did one of those a couple years ago, a couple summers ago at a Greek festival in Indy. And Miles, my youngest, he was like five at the time. He was like, I want to do it. All right. He hit the, he jumped from the first to the second in like, ricocheted off of it like trampolined <laughs> like <laughs> like gone well when we went to the um the uh lgbt oh yeah the, uh, the pride spencer pride yeah, spencer yeah. Pride. um miles climbed to the top of that yeah uh, he big did. tower too diggory mm-hmm. did diggory was scared and then he saw miles do it and yeah, then he was I like all right believe, i gotta i couldn't it. believe yeah. miles did he had a man up and yeah he's like yeah. okay if miles is gonna do it i gotta do it too so um, uh, i've got one yeah um it's more about uh, my oldest, Lenny, Elijah. Le- Leonardo? Lenny, Lenny yeah. Um, he, uh, a couple of months ago, he was really struggling. Depression runs in the family, clearly. Um, what? Yeah, I know. And he was just, he was just struggling. Um, hated soccer, all this stuff, didn't like school, blah, blah, blah. Um, he agreed to go to, go to therapy, um, which is good. And he didn't, he just like, I... Suggested to him thinking it was going to be a fight. He's like, all right. <laughs> okay. I had a speech planned out, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> well, he, uh, okay. Um, but we, he, uh, he's doing really, really well. He, uh, is just noticeably happier. Yeah. And I've been able, I've every, yeah, yeah. tons, dozens of people have, uh, um, have noticed that he's just a different kid. Yep. He uh, still doesn't wear a shirt. So no, he doesn't. Um, that's that's his choice, um, but anyway, he he's just doing really well. We met with Beth. I actually meet with this therapist occasionally, or Beth is this the first time I got to go yesterday, um, and just talk about where he is and like what the next steps the therapist thinks are. And he said, you know, when we started, it was more about um, not crisis management, but just managing moods, yeah. things like that. And he said, now it's like, um, you know, where do we go from here? Like, what's the next steps? What uh, what are your goals? Like, what do you want to do? That kind of thing. So he's just doing really well, man. And that's, um, that's great. That's when, you know, when, and I, I talked about the therapist when I got healthy, I think it had an impact on the entire family. And so now like the whole family really is in a pretty good place, which is, yeah, that's good. That doesn't happen. Good. But it's yeah. good. It's great. It just, it just doesn't, um, it's just, I don't can't remember a time when it's really been like that. And, and that's 
unfortunate, but at least we got it now yeah. as opposed yeah. to later. Yep. And, and honestly, the dog has helped a lot. I know that sounds weird, but no, I, I don't think it, that's weird it, at all. Um, she was perfectly timed. It was it was perfectly timed. So it it just uh, it was sort of like the icing the, the the cherry on top of the of the what am I trying to say? The icing on the cake. I don't know what I'm trying to say. The it's gravy awesome. on the mashed potatoes. There you go. Um, it just you know everything was going so well, and she was kind of the topper for it. So um, yeah, things yeah. are good. Good, sweet. Yeah, we got some pretty good news about work today. Work hasn't been going great. We've been losing okay. losing uh, <laughs> markets to competitors. That we it's it's a long story, but basically we're we're playing with a against a stacked deck. We work for our com- competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so our competition's decided to take oh, a lot of our stores. We can make, more oh, we can make a lot you. more money. Um, but we got some good news about extra work. So A lot of extra work like really lot. quickly. Yeah, so. um, which is good. So that's that was a good thing today. So All right. Because I know you and I have been a little concerned. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah, I've been we've trying. Been, we've been both trying to both, like. I think we both have handled it really well. Yes. Well, considering uh, that all three of you were off on Sunday and at the tap. Yeah. Yeah. Without me. Right. Yeah. You're welcome. I wondered when you were going to bring that up. You yeah, we had a turd meet up. That was payback. We had a turd meet yeah, up on Sunday. Turd meet up yeah. without Matt. It's it was fine. great. So. It, 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 it didn't bother me. It's fine. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it fucking did. No, it really did. No, no, no it fucking no, did. Don't, no, don't do okay. this shit. When, it's okay to no, say no, no, it no. bothered you. Don't do this shit. You were sad. Because we're rolling on the well, podcast. Was, you were pissed. You tried to get us to come over after. We sent you I, pictures. Was, we sent you a picture, and the first thing was, fuck you, you cunts. Well, what, what and else? And then, like, a slew of battle the reaction you wanted. That's the reaction you wanted. What else did you think I was going to uh, say? I mean, that's really God. the only reason we even met up. Oh, my, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and the free beer and yeah. food. And, yeah. Uh, that's well, that's, is that your makeup for uh, me not inviting you to That was yes. one of the makeups. Yeah. What? I've missed two of those meals that's now. That's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were plenty of times Those where one. you guys met without me, too. That's true. We have. Out. We went to Social Canteen and had pineapple margaritas without you. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Oh, yeah. You were pissed about that. Yeah, yeah I was. Because... I could have gone. We like each other. Yeah. Well, fuck you. <laughs> fuck we you all too. like each other. Oh. Hi, Lenny. Hey. Hi, Lenny. Hi. Are you wearing a shirt? Nope. Oh. He is not. Called it. All right. Um, all right. Let's go into the news feed. All right. Lock up your fears. Dry all your tears. Refill your fears. We're headed into the news feed. Update. We're at uh, 30... We can always record on mine. 36%? If we need to. Well, when we get down to 15%, we'll... Okay. Cut her <laughs> off. And I'll, I'll, I'll share the file to you. Swap, you swap can, computers. Yeah. <laughs> Kill no ream. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Newsfeed. Um, I only have... Well, I do have more than one. Uh, from uh, CTV News. They're on your side. Dot .ca. Canada. I think it's Canada. Uh, U.S. warns of feral hogs approaching country from Canada. See, they're just the worst. I know. Canada is just I know. the worst. Well, they, next thing you know, they're going to be hogs. wanting us to have free health care. The, uh, the first thing I, I thought of was, <laughs> sounds like y'all got a hog problem. Yes. Um, did you guys know there's a dead chicken there? Dude, I just told you, I've told you before that like, <laughs> I've walked into chaotic situations uh-huh. in, a, in a Starbucks before, and my first inclination is to go, sounds like y'all got a hog problem. Nobody would get it. No, it wouldn't. But you would laugh. I would, you laugh would laugh for yes. hours yeah. to myself. Yep. It's from Super Troopers, if you ha- if you don't know the reference. But and I've walked in before where, like both, where they can't use like either of their espresso mm-hmm. machines, and I've that is the first thing I'm, I'm smiling to myself as I yeah. walk in the door because I so badly want to say, sounds like y'all got a hog problem. 
<laughs> that gives you a peek into like our psyche as the as polys like that the poly yeah. psyche yeah <laughs> screw it you deal with the hog <laughs> um uh kalispell montana of course it's montana because uh, since it takes up like most of the northern u.s it's a beautiful state man yeah. especially uh, well, the western part the eastern part is a land of nothing barren wasteland wildlife yeah. officials say feral hawks from canada encroaching on montana's northern border are a serious concern for farmers and others um Daily Interlake reported, they're on your side, Sunday that the U.S. Agriculture Department's Wildlife Services Division says there have been multiple multiple reports of feral hogs near the border. It's like, <laughs> it's like guys on walkie-talkie, walkie-talkies going, we've got, <sighs> we've oh, you got need, feral hogs. You need a gun. Official says, oh, eight mature hogs. That's not exactly an invasion. <laughs> yeah, but I think eight turns into like 80 That's like pretty a- quick. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Computer is acting like. Shit right now. So I, I logged so on to my Brad, you were saying something about inbred hogs. Inbred hogs. <laughs> Cross-eyed, three legs, four legs, five legs. I don't know. One grown out of its head. Yeah. Freaking tits growing out of its forehead. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever an inbred hog looks like. They're probably still delicious though. Looks a lot like boss hog. Yes. <laughs> a boss hog reference. Yeah. Uh, and Lucas isn't even on the podcast. Let's, Let's not pass up the fact that one of the officers' name was Cooter. Um, Boy, it really was. It really was. <laughs> Wildlife Services, the Montana Invasive Species Council. Uh, There's a, okay. How do you get that job? I don't know. Wildlife Services, the Montana Invasive <laughs> uh, Species uh, Council. I found an invasive species. Wait. Well, there you go. You justified your salary. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, and then the, the is, national. Is eight feral hogs invasive? That's what I wonder. Like, I want to know what, what that guy's job is on a normal basis. Like, what well, it says a- it says eight mature pigs. They're not that mature if they're just trying to invade. Like, they're clearly <laughs> adolescent pigs. Canada invasive. They lack a lot of intellectual depth. Species. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Play a lot of Fortnite and Roblox. Um, <laughs> anyway, the Montana Invasive Species Council, the National Feral Swine Program. What? Apparently, we have a national feral swine. Wait, is this program. Canada or the U.S. though? That's U.S. I think. All right, and the Montana it. Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Department say the pigs could do widespread damage. There's four of them. I have a list. Officials <laughs> say the pigs are rototillers. Same. <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. The old rototiller. That was my that was my go to move. Wow. Well, <laughs> it says that root for food. And wallow in farms, <laughs> fields, and forests. Yeah, that was it. Actually, pretty much just yeah. <laughs> throw, rant, throw, <laughs> vigorously jerking off into that, and that was me in high school, yeah. literally. <laughs> Wallowed around in my own filth, jerked off, ate everything in the house, various. <laughs> <laughs> Rolled around on my bed until I was recharged. <laughs> It's been 10 minutes. I think I'm good. It's, the, it's reloaded. Uh, it's like just a one pump shotgun. You have to like, you have to put a new shell in it. It's like a musket. It takes like 10 minutes right. to reload it. Yeah, but man, when it does, it's a powerful shot. You really got to prime the shit out of it. <laughs> what are you doing in there, Brad? I'm just watching Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. I'm just playing with my adolescent musket. 
<laughs> oh my god! Just, just priming, priming the musket. <laughs> um, as so, uh, uh, this is a list updated as of uh, June twelfth, two thousand seventeen. Really, the most priming pressing, the musket takes over for beef jerky handshake. The most <laughs> impre- Im- impre- the most pressing invasive species threatening Canadian habitat. Are we ready? Uh, the emerald ash borer. Oh, those are all over Indiana, man. Those are wreaking havoc in Indiana. Really? Oh, dude. Zebra mussels. So, what? Zebra mussels. Okay. That's my nickname. <laughs> was it? Asian that was carp. That's my wrestling moniker. Asian carp. It's a fish. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Asian longhorned beetles. Oh, man. Those are those fuckers. With yeah. Them. Weird, like, weird looking. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those are kind of you have to kill with a baseball bat. Michael, what are you doing right diddy now? Diddy Mo? What's a Diddy Mo? I don't know. Is that Puff's cousin? Yeah, it's Puff's cousin. Let, let's call the Diddy Mo what it truly is Rock Snot. Oh. So, okay. okay. That, that doesn't help. No. These are the, this is what this guy's fighting. He's also fighting the purple loose strife. What is he, like a feral Avenger? What do they live in? Freaking. Where did the Lorax live? Is that <laughs> ra- Jesus Christ. The round goby? What's a goby? <laughs> These are all made up by Dr. Seuss. These are not <laughs> real animals. Giant hogweed. That's what the Canadians are fighting. It sounds like a Canadian insult. You uh, giant hogweed. And the eastern gray squirrel. Those are invasive? Yeah. Yep. This is... Dude, I walked out and scared the, the all shit Canadians out of a squirrel in my side yard the other day. It had a walnut in its mouth and just stood there in fucking abject terror. <laughs> and I just stopped because I didn't want to freak out. I was like, dude, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. It's all right. And he just stood there with a walnut in its mouth, just standing there like freaking out. Like, you make a move, motherfucker. Make a move. Don't touch my nut. Don't touch it. Oh, man. I love my squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? All right. Um, one more uh, from the uh, AV Club. It's from back in June, but I've been saving it. Where uh, hipsters okay. news comes first. There, yes. Delta Airlines wants more. Where geek. hipsters go to bitch about everything music. Yeah. Uh, it's not as good as it is. It's derivative. <laughs> where the yeah. where the reviewers use words that don't actually describe anything. It's not as good um, now that you know about it. Daniel Johnston's awesome. <laughs> 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 Delta Airlines wants more detail from a man who says he was sucked through a toilet hole. What? Sucked through the toilet hole. Okay. Uh, I mean, cabin pressure is a thing. So it was, it was the it was the it was the the, the lesser known follow up to through the looking glass. Yeah. And Alice sucked in through the toilet hole. <laughs> sucked yeah. through the toilet hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of one of one of Lewis uh, lesser, lesser known, known works. <laughs> Comedian Drew Gooden lodged a complaint with the company on Twitter, explaining that he was sucked through the toilet hole in one of their no, aircrafts. No, he wasn't. This is a, this is a comedian. It, and Well, it just sucked through the toilet hole in one of their aircrafts and am now hurling through the sky. So here's the tweet. <laughs> Excuse me at Delta, but this is outrageous. I just got sucked through the toilet hole in one of your aircrafts and am now hurling through the sky. Can I get my money back? This never happens on Southwest. <laughs> Delta responded, hello, Drew. I'm sorry to learn of this. Can you provide more detail to what occurred? So he responded, got sucked through toilet hole. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, anyway. That, is just, it like a Gloriol or? <laughs> no, no, I don't think it is. Anyway, Delta's kind of a shitty airline, so like that's just really funny that they, he trolled them like that. That's, that that's actually pretty good. 
More detail. Got sucked through toilet hole. <laughs> why? 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 It doesn't even. It doesn't even make sense, Michael. Michael, turn it off, Michael. Michael. Ah, now I get it. God, boy, that was a that was a that was a slow slow burner. That was Michael really working for the jury. It really was. I regret nothing. It wasn't funny, but I admire your uh, commitment to it. Let's just talk about the brain that just like I know the song. I can play for this, and I can add hole to it, and it'll be. Boy, you did come up with that really quickly. Actually, that's impressive. Honestly. I was here. That's all I've got. All right. Uh, product update. There uh, is, is Brad going to do his or did you already do one? No. Okay, no, I go didn't. For it. <laughs> I got a product update. I'm just going to do it. Uh, long lost 13th century painting found hanging in woman's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Uh, long lost painting by pre-Renaissance painter, pre-Renaissance painter. Simabue. Sure. Simabui. I saw him in liking. Uh, is headed to auction after being found hanging in a older French woman's kitchen. Experts said the Campania woman uh, decided to have the painting hanging in her kitchen appraised and numerous tests were conducted that confirmed, confirmed it to be the work of 13th century Italian artist Simabue, a.k.a. Cindy Di Peppo. 13th century. Eric Turquoise. <laughs> 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 Dude, that's great. That's I didn't even say Beppo. I said Peppo, but it's it still matter. great. Nope. Still great. God, that's great. Uh yeah. That's that's yeah. <laughs> uh Eric Turquin, an expert who it's probably Turk, huh? Uh an expert who examined the painting said it appears to be a panel from a pol- polyptic. A work of several painted scenes divided into multiple panels. He said the wood panel of the painting matches with other known Simabwe paintings from the same work. The 10-inch painting titled Mocking of Christ is expected to fetch up to $6.5 million. Mocking well, of Christ? It's called Mocking of Christ. Oh. Well, it's like 900 years old. It's so. kind of beautiful. How like soon until Mel Gibson comes out with a movie? About it? <laughs> Mocking of Christ. Wow. It's just Judas going, Look at me. I'm on the cross. Look what I just bought with the silver. I can turn water into wine. I'm Mel Gibson. I hate the Jews. All right. Um, Look at me. I can walk on water. Uh, <laughs> Try to walk on ground, you idiot. <laughs> We're going to hell. Uh, <laughs> and then bread, it's my from the How about you just eat me? mirror.co.uk, so you know it's probably super reliable. Uh, strict mum, mom, makes son's pals sign contract before they're allowed to sleep over. Oh, boy. Dude, what a bitch. Whoa. <laughs> Is her name Karen? Off. No crusty socks. So it's no secret that having someone... <laughs> Lights out by 930. <laughs> Not, uh, not it's allowed not, to watch The Exorcist. It's, 
It's no secret that having someone else's children over to stay at your house can be challenging. Yes. Yes. They can behave badly, be noisy, and just generally disrupt the routine you've yes. created for your family. In order to combat this, this uh, complete bitch uh, decided to get it in writing <laughs> that any of her son's friends had to treat her home with respect and follow her rules. I don't, I don't know what this is about, so but my friend Karen okay, no, says, uh, so um, no limp biscuits. This was, I'm going to read this. This is yeah. sleepover rules. This is, they had to sign this. Oh, I can't wait. Number one, touching slash tickling of other people will result in immediate physical separation that could remain in place until pickup time. This means we keep our hands to ourselves and off of each other. Number two, changing of clothes will be done independently and in a private space with the individual, not in company of anyone else. This means no nudity in front of anyone else whatsoever. Three, disruptions. I'm wondering what the fuck happened yeah. in, the, in the past that uh-huh. caused this. She must this. have went to a really weird sleepover. I know, right? <laughs> she yeah. must have gone to Bible college. Uh, three, <laughs> disruptions including excess volume of voice or electronics will result in suspension of such privileges. No playing this with cards. no shouting, interrupting, or blasting the TV or iPad. Four, complaining will not be tolerated. Constructive requests are encouraged in a calm, polite tone of voice. This means you have to wait to have my attention and acknowledgement before you start speaking to me. Karen. Hold on. Excuse me, Karen. I have read. Karen. Karen. Excuse me, Karen. Karen, lighten the fuck up. I'm a lover. Uh, I have read and understand the rules and conditions of having a play date at Ms. Blank's house, and I agree to show respect at all times if my behavior reaches and maintains Ms. Blank standards, then a fun time will be had and a brunch a brunch will occur together the following day. You Saturday no se- brunch. If my no be- brunch for if you. my behavior falls below standards, then future playdates or sleepovers might not occur again without serious consideration and stipulation. I further acknowledge these rules are in place for the comfort and safety of all residents and guests in my home. Wow. I will do my best to preserve uh Ms. Blank's calm demeanor and peace of mind Whoa. by abiding her wishes. This is fucking insane. Like, I okay, like okay, so I get, I, I understand you don't want your house to be chaotic, but seriously, or destroyed. I get that. I get it. Yeah. Like, but come on, man. Yeah. Like, do we need? There is to... no way anybody is going to want to stay at your no. kid's house. You are basically setting your child up to get the shit beat out of him, or just to be completely shunned by his friends. Yeah. Not when you can't show your dog off. <laughs> I literally had a kid playing a saxophone. Michael, one time. My, Michael was on board until number near, two. Near, 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 yeah. Near. yeah, I literally, literally did. He brought out like some kind of baritone sax or something and just started playing in my living room. When he had like, it was like eight kids over that night. <laughs> Fucking Kenny G. And then at one time, and then one point there were eight of them in a circle, like chanting and Mark jumping around. So I'm not sure what that was about. It was a, yeah, I don't know. It was yeah. a, a wicked, it was a wicked sex ritual. <laughs> Ready for the for the next sure. one? All right. Uh, product update. Uh, Halloween is coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, we're planning an episode right now. Mm-hmm. In our minds. <laughs> Did you put planning in quotes? And by planning, planning it means planning, we're going to make like, we, we're gonna we, send like a message and see yeah, if somebody wants to do yeah. well, We just <laughs> talked you about interested? it for 15 no? seconds. Okay, after. good. Yeah. All right. Well, move along. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the planning was, what are we going to do for Halloween? Uh, why don't we talk to so-and-so? All right. All right. Good talk. Yeah. Um, so... In preparation for Halloween, um, 
there there last year's big hit was the sexy handmade costume from um, oh i know what handmaid's you're gonna tale. yeah i nope. think you've missed the point of that um, show yeah you yeah. sure did uh this year is the sexy <laughs> mr rogers oh what the f- it is a uh, cut off cardigan uh some really nice. Do we just like we have to just ruin everything? Yeah, don't we do. We, we can't have nothing, to just. There's nothing. Ruin. Is, nothing is sacred. Nothing is respected. It's just whatever you want to do, just do that. It, it's just no. At not, the end, at this the, is the future liberals want. At the, <laughs> at the end of this article, at the end of this article, uh, it just has the gif of uh, Fred Rogers just giving him the bird. Just you know, you've seen the yeah, yeah, going through, going through the face things, different yeah. fingers, yeah, yeah, so. Pretty great. Yeah. All right. I am so ready for this uh, next article. How do you guys feel about uh, adoption? I um, for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Um. So this couple from Indiana. I almost used this. Oh, did you? I think I, I, you. I, I have no idea what you're uh, doing. A couple from Indiana uh, decided they were going to uh, adopt someone, and it was an uh, emergency adoption. Oh, no, that's uh, a different story. From a Ukrainian, uh, uh, there's this Ukrainian, Ukrainian girl um, that... Uh, Svetlana. They had... Uh, did Trump try to get her to, like, snitch on Biden? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Yeah, that's working out well for him. So it will. He's going to get away with it. Let's be honest. So, of course, it was a, as a Christian couple, you know, white savior complex shit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you I know, mean, white savior complex, complex shit. Yeah. yeah so, um, they, <laughs> I'm just going to jump into it. So, uh, Indiana mother adopt a six-year-old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism um, has been charged with abandonment, uh, but claims that her daughter uh, was found out to be a 22-year-old sociopath masquerading as a child. <laughs> Wait. Wow. Christine Barnett, 45, and ex-husband Michael Barnett, 43, what? have been charged with abandoning their daughter uh, when she was nine in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, in an exclusive interview, uh, they deny the claim, saying that uh, they were victims of fraud, claiming the girl was adopted was an adult con artist uh, who tried to kill them. Um, Christine and Michael agreed to the emergency adoption of Natalie Grace, or Natalia Grace, in uh, 2010 uh, from Florida, uh, when where, where she where they were told that she was six. Within a year, uh, the daughter tried to. Pushed the mother into an electric fence, poured bleach into her coffee, threatened to stab them in their Dude, sleep. What? Uh, Natalia was. Oh my god! Was uh, was uh, treated by mental health specialists and determined that she was an adult. Uh, and pressed the courts to have her birth certificate changed. Uh, in 2012. Um, the Superior Court in Indianapolis decided that Natalia was born in 1989 based on their medical <laughs> evidence. Wow. Um, so they, Boy. the Barnett's then moved to Canada and <laughs> left this, this Natalia. This treasure trove. So they moved to Canada, left their daughter, uh, or, you know, this maniac in an apartment in Lafayette. Um, on September 11th, the affidavit. Never uh, forget. For probable cause. Uh, states that the experts carried out bone density tests on Natalia in June, th- June 2010 and concluded that she was uh, an eight-year-old. <laughs> Here's the small needle. 
Well, I, God, what the, you know, somehow my 9-11 joke, not the most offensive joke yeah. in this whole segment. Yeah. My God, what is wrong with you? So You are the worst. So it turns out that the she literally tried to kill these people. The pigtailed youngster is now currently 33 years old. Um, Same age as our Lord. Uh, he died. So she's. <laughs> I mean, she looks like she's a kid, man. All right, Let me show you a picture. Oh, wow. She really looks like, looks a, kid. like she's a kid. Yeah, she does. definitely does. Uh, I'm not talking in case anybody's wondering. Not it has nothing to do with height. No. Her face, she looks yeah, like she a child. she looks very young. Very, very young. Um, Stop. <laughs> Jesus. God, Michael, can you please get off of this story? Please. <laughs> Quickly. To... Before Matt just offends fucking everyone. <laughs> Gwen, put, shut up. She put chemicals, bleach, Windex in the coffee. Um... Ask her what are you what are you doing? And the girl looks up and says, "I'm trying to poison you." Holy <laughs> shit! Beat around the bush. Is she part of the KGB? What is this? Uh, the media is painting uh, me to be oh, a child. I've got Hillary's user, emails, but there is no child here. Natalia is a woman. She has periods. She has adult teeth. She never grew. A, <laughs> she never grew a single inch. <laughs> she has adult. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? Oh man! She was jumping out of moving cars. She was smearing blood on the mirrors. She was, was doing she spelling out red rum. <laughs> she was doing things that you would never imagine a child doing. Um, jeez, man. Um, you know, I'm not gonna. I feel bad for these people. Like, yes. I think they legitimately were trying to do something to nice. Help. Like. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. Just, you're a terrible person because I know what you're laughing at. You're a terrible. No, you don't know what I'm laughing. Yes, I do. I do. You're laughing at her dwarfism. You're a terrible <laughs> person. Yes, you are. I can tell by the look in your face. You got that shit eating grin. Yeah, exactly. You know I'm right. Yep. Well, let's let's move on. Shall we? Quickly, please. please. Oh, Before gosh. Matt says I can't read this next line. No, okay. okay. No, now you to. have to. Now you have to. <laughs> no, you have to. <laughs> can't be worse than my small needle so, so she's giving her daughter a bath. Um, Wait, is this the, for the th- first she's time? She's giving the 30-year-old a yes. bath? Yes. Okay. I was giving her a bath and noticed she had full pubic hair. I was so shocked. A six-year-old this story cannot be real. <laughs> it cannot be real. There's no way this actually happened. This is like a fucking Lifetime movie is what this is. She had a very sophisticated vocabulary, and she didn't have any interest in dolls or toys. She sought the company. Yes, mother, those are my pubes. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, pubes shave you. <laughs> Soviet Russia. Never mind. Nope. Not. <laughs> nope. I stopped myself. Self editing. So she soon fe- began finding bloody clothing in the trash. What? For, for, I assume from the periods. <laughs> oh my god! This is the. This may be the weirdest story we've ever had. It really might in be. 183 man. episodes. Man, it has. This might. It be has a top. lot going on, man. Boy. 
So she recalls watching a guest on a baby monitor, I guess it was a video baby monitor, of Natalia attacking a baby boy when she was out of the room. They had a baby monitor on a 30 <laughs> Well, I think they had <laughs> on the baby boy, and she was attacking the kid, the baby. This is fucked, man. You... So they took her to therapy. You will not outgrow me. Let me guess how this ends. Let me let me guess how this ends. Wow, you're bad. Guess how this ends. She's now the associate chief of staff for the Trump administration. (laughs) Uh, They took her to therapy, uh, and in the six-year-old, you know, at the time, uh, what they thought, uh, scoffed at the childish bonding exercises. She's like, I don't want to do that. and so she she was treated for various psychiatric disorders. Oh, clearly. Um, she's spending days to weeks at a time at St. Vincent's Indianapolis Stress Center. I was there today. Uh, Wait, I, at the stress center? <laughs> I was working at the <laughs> St. Vincent's. I thought work was going fine. <laughs> so, yeah, well, uh, I was working on an espresso machine. Um, anyway, they, yeah, she tried to drag her against an electric fence and... Uh, she had no remorse. Nuts. No remorse at all. I'm assuming she's now back in Ukraine. Uh, I'm trying to get... This is a really long So clearly article. she's a psychopath. I mean, it's like... It, so the um, the inspect, the main detective on it actually died um, of, of cancer. So that's sad. I don't know. That was a weird episode. Yeah, it was just weird. Like, there's a detective searching on it, and then. Christ, can we stop just in the story, Michael? There's so much more. I'm trying to just make sure there's nothing else. Uh, No, there needs to be nothing else. So, apparently, um, Indiana is just like, cool, we're going to give you a social security number. Uh, You're going to get food stamps and an ID. So I have to take nine forms of identification to renew my driving yeah, license. They're worried about and here we are. They're worried about her being homeless, renting in a but new the, apartment. The Ukrainian Vern Troyer can fucking get like whatever she wants. This is this well, is why fucking Ukraine. <laughs> can we back up noise? Doc, no, don't type that out. out. Type no, out. no, no. So they they're trying to get Natalia into to college. Get her high school diploma and to study cosmetology. <laughs> That's not the most Indiana profession I've ever heard of. <laughs> We've got to get off the story. We have got to get off the story. Enough. Enough. So the mom said, no, I no co-signed more. for a lease and paid for rent. After she tried to fucking kill her, um, I did everything you would do to send your child off to college, helped her with groceries. Bought furniture of her at Target. I was optimistic. She had a concrete plan with her life. She had food stamps. She had Social Security income for the rest of her things. Was it Circus College? Dude, stop. Jesus Christ. Enough. Dude, enough of the story. Enough. So, Natalia, no, stop taking no your medicine. More. Nobody cares. It's over. And started posing as a child again. She had found a... So, the, the mom had found a little pink dress in her closet <laughs> and a little pink bicycle parked outside her house. So, she was going back out to act oh like a kid. Oh, my God. 
I can't, I, <sighs> I'm going to hell. You've got to stop reading this story, Michael. Enough. Let Dude, him read it. it. No, on I know. Let him on. read it. All. Let him read it at their own leisure. <laughs> Let me just skip to the end. No, part. stop. I want to make sure she's dead. Hold on. <laughs> I want to have to dream about her coming to find me. I want to make sure she's dead. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> what? Okay, so she I, she did surrender to the authorities September nineteenth. Thank God, but she could be released. For I'm just a child. Five thousand. I'm just a child. She says with hands raised in the air, armpit hair flapping in the wind. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Wait, I don't even know. Maybe it was the the mom who surrendered. What? The mom surrendered. What? Because because on paper that girl is not thirty three years old. But she has her own apartment. <laughs> I don't understand Dude, what's going I, what, on. I don't either. Move on. It's the weirdest fucking it, it's story. It's really weird. That is what? the weirdest story we've it ever had. Really is it really weird. is. We've yeah. had some weird fucking stories. Yeah. That is the weirdest story we've ever had. Thanks, Indiana. So she's being charged. The mom has been charged with crimes against a child in the state of Indiana, determined by multiple was times child that in quotes. And Natalia was an crimes adult. Crimes against a quote child. Yeah. So, from day one, mm. this was a mission of love. But when you bring a child into your home, you accept, expect them to be a child. I kind of feel for these people, yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty messed yeah. up. Yeah. So, like, I think they really had The dad went to jail, good, too. Like, She's literally tried to murder them. Both parents went to, de- went to jail. Dude, literally tried to murder them. That is nuts. And that's, that's never going to stand And they have up. evidence that, that it, she was an adult. So, her. Could you imagine? Oh, dude. That... No, that's I, that's, that's the bizarre. weirdest story we've ever had. Congratulations. Yep. Well, that's she's a psychopath. I don't feel bad about the dwarf jokes. Well, you probably should. <laughs> I don't think the dwarfism had anything to do with her being a psychopath. All right, let's go further up, further in. Stop. We gotta <laughs> stop. I didn't it. say anything. You've got to look like you're searching for something. <laughs> stop. Further up and God. Further, further up and further in. Yeah. Yeah. Can we back? <laughs> so we uh, have, have sent the file to Matt. So we're guarding off Matt's computer. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hey, guys. What are we talking about? You had an idea, Matt. I did have an I mean, ideas, man, Michael. <laughs> about time. I had an idea once. There, wasn't that fun? <laughs> really, Tom, what was it? <clears throat> um. Well, we talked about, I, I have had this in my notes for a long time to do something with the alternative orthodoxy of, that Richard Rohr talks about. It's yeah. the Franciscan sort of way of life, I guess, yeah. is a way yeah, of, way of viewing probably, it. I mean, they would probably say a way of faith, but we yeah, can talk about seven, it as a way of there's life. There's seven themes of alternative orthodoxy. Yeah. Um, let me go through them briefly. We're going to do a series, basically. We're going to do one. It's going to be a series that's going to be broken up with interviews. And yeah, we've got some things planned and some... But um, we've got a lot. We got stuff planned pretty much through almost the end of the year at this point. So the year two thousand. Um, so this will be a, a series, but it'll be a broken up series. And there's seven themes. The first one: Scripture as validated by experience, and experience as validated by, by tradition, are good scales for one spiritual worldview. Two: If God is Trinity and Jesus is the face of God, then it, it, it is a benevolent universe. God is not someone to be afraid of, but is the ground of being and on our side. Three, for those who see deeply, there is only one reality. By reason of the incarnation, there is no truthful distinction between sacred and profane. Four, everything belongs. No one needs to be punished, scapegoated, or excluded. We cannot directly 
fight or separate ourselves from evil or untruth. Darkness becomes apparent when exposed to the light. Five, the separate self is the major problem, not the shadow self, which only takes deeper forms of disguise. Six, the path of descent is the path of transformation. Darkness, failure, relapse, death, and woundedness are our primary teachers rather than ideas or doctrines. And then seven, reality is paradoxical and and complementary. Non-dual thinking is the highest level of consciousness. Divine union, not private perfection, is the goal of all religion. So we're just going to take with us one at a time. It's going to be a real banger of a series. Well, but the idea is, and I mean, we talked about this a little bit. The idea is that we're going to look at this from, because we have a, we have listeners from all over the, the spectrum. Right. So we're going to look at it from the perspective of um, a person of faith, particularly a Christian, more a Christian-leaning faith. Yeah. And then we're also going to look at it for those who are, I will just say, post-Christian. Yep. Um, or of other faith systems or whatever. Because I, I think there's something here for everybody. I really do. Uh, I know the terms are going to be fairly Christian, but we're also going to try and look at it from the perspective of those who don't subscribe to that system anymore, which yep. honestly, I know we sort of don't, but we I don't, sort of, I, honestly, we're, we're, I don't know where I am anymore. Yeah. We're I about mean, to find out. I have no idea. It's, I mean, it's what, it's what it's, it's our lineage. It's what mm. Ramdas calls our lineage. That's well, our lineage. Somebody posted in the pub. I won't say their name, but they were like, uh, I, I don't know if I'm kidding myself by saying I'm an agnostic or if I'm really just too lazy to say, I don't believe in God anymore. Um, and, and my response was who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And yep. why do you care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Um, it should be interesting. Like I said, it'll be broken up, so it's not going to be seven weeks of this. Right? Yeah, no, it'll be kind of yeah. spread out. So yeah. don't, don't, just, don't just check out because yeah. we're going to talk about theology shit. Well, it's not even really theology. It's more of way of life stuff and how we see the world and how the, that kind of thing. So That's how I want to approach this. Yeah. So the first one, uh, Scripture is validated by experience. And experience is validated by tradition or good scales for one's spiritual world view. So I have a number of notes, but do you want to? Yeah, go ahead and start. Um, your your cultural experience, no matter who how you grew up, your cultural experience determines what you pay attention to and what you ignore and how you interpret everything. Okay. And not just scripture. I mean, just how you interpret anything that happens is always filtered through how you grew up. In the culture you grew up in. You're a product of your environment. Yep. Yes, exactly. Um, It's a bias we're all operating with, and it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. You were born an asshole. (laughs) The the question is whether or not you're going to continue to be an asshole, door number one, or door number two, stop being an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Or door number three, mystery. He's drunk. All right. So, um, but I mean... Richard Rohr talks about that God has to work through our experience. Like, I don't think that's what a lot of people realize is that like, that's all there is, is your experience. Yeah. There's nothing else. I mean, unless you believe in the multiverse, then there's, there's no other version of you than what right. is right here before you. Um, and he talks about it like a tricycle. He said, you know, a tricycle has three wheels. The experience he says is the front wheel of the tricycle. It's what guides, it's what directs you. Right. It's what, it's what directs your interpretation of the, events that affect of you of how you read scripture of how you read any religious writings any or any writings or whatsoever. how you interpret god how yes, you exactly. view god uh, yeah i mean that's you know it's funny because you read that now and it seems so obvious well yeah of course but like that's not how we like we grew up 
Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I guess that's exactly how we grew up, but we never would have seen it that way. Right. We were taught. <laughs> we were taught when scripture you is your. It's your guide. It's what defines you. It's. But you think of, I think about that now, and I'm like, that doesn't even make any logical sense. Mm-hmm. Like, that isn't what defines me at all. It, of course, it's my experience yeah. that defines. Like, yeah. That's gonna view. That's gonna go into how I view everything. Yeah, is how I grew up. I mean, we were, we were all three of us were handed a faith. We were handed a lens, mm-hmm. and told to look at life through this lens. Mm-hmm. And when we say look at life, we meant look at God, look at the Bible, look at church, look at your culture, look at mm-hmm. everything through this lens. Yep, we were handed that. That was our experience. Um, but what's interesting is that we weren't. That's not what we were taught. We weren't taught that that was like we were taught that. Oh no, we're of course we're formed by God and we're formed by Scripture. But it that's bullshit. Yeah, completely. It's total bullshit. It's completely formed by your. You're formed by your environment. Your, by your environment, you're formed by your interpretation. If there's one thing I've scripture. learned about Nell, the movie Nell, is that <laughs> Take she out was my a way. product of her environment. Yes, being backwoods Appalachia, Appalachia. <laughs> don't don't fuck it up. No, but uh, I mean that. <laughs> it, it is a really great example. Wide. I'm pretty proud of that one. Take but but seriously, she she. There's nothing wrong with her. It's just she was raised by somebody uh, who um, had some some opportunities to uh, 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 that, that weren't necessarily societal norms. Yeah, and right. I think that's what's important for Christian, post-Christian, whatever. Your experience is valid. Yeah, it's valid. Acknowledge your experience of what it was, good, bad, or, or indifferent, whatever it was, acknowledge it for what it was and that it did shape you. Because if you can get to the point where you acknowledge that, then you can start seeing the world and go, okay, how do I need to see the world differently based on the lens I'm looking at now? How does that need to change? What are, what are the good things I can keep from my lens? What are the bad things I can keep from my, or thing to get rid of from my lens? Or do I need to just jettison the lens altogether? Or just jettison yeah. the whole thing. Absolutely. Like, but, I think that's also a valid option. Yeah. But the first step is to acknowledge that you have a lens you're seeing things through. Yeah. And that's where evangelicalism fails dr- dramatically. I see things clearly. Well, and everything well, it's, is it's, exactly it's like as a, I think it is. I mean, I remember even in college, I was very, I was pretty conservative. I remember I worked with a guy in the kitchen. I was like, if I say it, I do, if the Bible says that I do it, if it doesn't, I don't. And even then I was like, yeah, yeah that's bullshit. Kind of full of like, shit. yeah, your wife's not walking around with her head covered and yeah. you're not stoning gay people. And you're not, I mean, you know what I mean? Like there was all this, like, I remember even then thinking, no, that's a, that's a farce. Like that's, that's completely untrue. That's something just that you say simply so that people will look at you and go, Oh, he's a he's a really great Christian. Yeah. No, you're full of shit. Yeah, like totally yeah. full of shit. Well, and it's funny you bring that up because dealing with scripture specifically, you know, evangelicalism reads the scripture in a vacuum. Yeah, they literally separate it from basically 1,800 years of church history, starting about 200 years ago with the Enlightenment. Around there, they basically separate it from the entire 1,800 years of church interpretation. Yeah, and that's that's where you get the, the this garbage doctrine of hell that they have. It's where you get all kinds of just shitty theology because it was divorced from 1800 years of church interpretation and, and the way it was, it had always been interpreted. Um, but I would, uh, so I, I want to touch on the, the full shit thing. Um, the, so, so I, I, I would say that, that, 
the next level isn't to um to so so that that guy was full of shit. You knew in that moment he was full of shit. Yeah. The next level isn't to say, well, I'm right because I don't believe like right. him. The next level is to say, I'm full of shit too. Sure. And oh yeah, I agree. We're all full of shit. We all have a lens. And this is how I see things now. But in 15 minutes, you may say something that pisses me off, and I'll go right to fucking tribalism, and and want mm-hmm. to. You know, stone sure. you. Sure. You know, absolutely. And, yeah. And, and I think the next level isn't necessarily, um, you know, having right thinking, but humility and saying that you know, I am him and he is me, and we're just we're just fighting over fucking stupid shit. Doesn't that doesn't even matter? Yeah. You know, stuff no, that, I, that isn't yeah, even who I we agree. are. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. It's funny. You know, we we went to a a uh, this will mean nothing to about all of you a restoration movement college it's yeah it's a well it's a non-denominational denomination but it, yeah exactly so it's like taking a dump and it's got to do with alexander campbell and building. thomas campbell and barton w stone look Man. them up if you are that bored don't it's, it's yeah. a complete waste of your time but basically the idea was that that they sought to restore the whole christian church on the pattern set forth in the new testament which there isn't <sighs> i do i do have you getting flashbacks brad I, yeah i'm pause. getting flashbacks pause. because i remember yeah well it <laughs> Restoration movement reminds me of Fixer Upper Decker. That's, that's a it's important contribution. Yeah. Thanks for contributing. Uh, Somebody will well, get it. One, one, like, one of the things you. he did, and here's this is goes back to the divorcing themselves from the church, church history, and the history of Christianity, is that both believe the creeds kept Christianity divided. The creeds literally were a common. I, Okay, so a common phrase of this is what we believe, and they believed it divided. Here's the why the the restoration movement is bullshit because the entire thing is founded on the on the enlightenment idea of reasoning yeah. of reason as the highest ideal. Where what they basically Alexander Campbell said that because of reason as the highest ideal, everybody will come to the the same. If mm-hmm. you look at the Bible and the New Testament, especially the New Testament. With reason, we will all come to the same conclusion. Are you fucking kidding well, here's, me? Listen, like, here's some I of the even in college. I, we we yeah. had to take a restoration movement class. Ugh. I took it as what was that? Uh, where you basically just take it not in class, like oh, uh, <laughs> audited. Yeah, I audited it. You audited? Well, you had no, to take I didn't it. audit it. I got credit for it. Whatever that Clep? was called. Clepped. You clepped out of that? I did. How'd you clep out of history of restoration? Anyway, I don't know, but I read. I quote read the book. I skimmed it and then took the test and passed it, but. I remember reading that then and going, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, like you can get two people and two people in a room yeah. and read the same passage and draw two different conclusions. And you know why? That is you're reading so from your own experience. Insane. You can to get think- two people in a room and one of them is right and the other one doesn't like Daniel Johnston. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's very good. That's very good. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, listen to some of these slogans from the restoration. Brad, you're going to love these. You're, this is going to take you straight back to, uh, had slogans? to 1990. Oh, yeah. Dude, the whole thing is just... Where the scriptures founded, speak... It's founded on sand. It's yeah. a foundation of utter where sand. Where the scriptures speak, we speak. Where the scriptures are silent, we are silent. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like, the church there of, again, that's the same thing as the guy telling me, you know, if it says that I do it, if it doesn't, I don't. Yeah. No, fuck you. Yeah. No, you don't. The church of Jesus Christ on earth is essentially, intentionally, and constitutionally one. Which is why we start our own denomination. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just we are Christians. Also, o- why we started our own. Church Here we go. Plant, Here we go. We are Christians only, but not the only Christians. Except that's what we believe. Yeah, that one never held up. In essential unity, in opinions, liberty, and all things love. I remember having numerous conversations at Bible College about why Baptists were wrong about everything. Oh, and sure. It's like, yeah, come on, man. Like, 
We yeah. don't believe any. No, they, no. We didn't believe a lick of that shit. No creed but Christ. No book but the Bible. Oh. No law but love. No name but the divine. No creed but Christ. Do Bible things in Bible ways. Hey, no creed but Christ is a creed. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Literally all these are creeds. <laughs> Every goddamn one of them is a fucking creed. I just and I not Apollo Creed. Just the whole actual thing creeds. is like I said. The whole thing, yeah. is built on the Enlightenment and on reason, and none of it makes any sense. Yeah. because it, it it takes out experience, which is exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Experience. What they're saying is experience does not form your view of God, your view of the Bible. Only reason that there's a pure reading. That of the there's scriptures a pure reading, of and it, everybody can find it. Which is not even how. Well, actually, uh, that's not how. I, no. I remember when we first started really deconstructing, and the way that started was with Rob Bell pointing us to a lot of uh, Jewish writings, and yeah. And, you realize, like, that's not how the Jews uh-uh. who wrote the any Bible. of that <laughs> operated. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That doesn't hold any. That was one of the first mm-hmm. things to go. Yeah. Was, wait a second. Yeah. Like, no, no, they didn't even think of it like that. My view of scripture was one of the first things that changed. Yeah. And, Which and changed literally, literally everything. everything. How you read the Bible literally yeah. changed everything. When we stopped seeing it through our past experience and started seeing it through a our more current experience of what we were questioning and what we were mm-hmm. experiencing, then man, that started changing everything. And then yep. it just snowballed from there. Yeah. Michael's bored. Yeah. I just, so, so, he, so when you were telling me what we we're going to talk about tonight, um, I was just thinking, so a, a post Christian narrative of, of what the Bible means is nothing. I mean, it, yeah, it, right. It, yes. It, it, it forms who I was, but it, but it's not any more significant outside of the formation part um, to me than, you know, the teachings of Buddha. Um, sure. it, 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 I, I honestly don't study the Bible. Right. Right. Anymore. And I don't like, I feel like I've got a base level knowledge. I would like to check some other shit out first. Sure. Yeah. Well, but, um, but again, no matter what you read, you're all, you're reading through, it through yeah, your yeah, experience. It, it is that, because it's right. the formative information. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I've changed so much, so goddamn much since, uh, I accepted Christ in my heart and, and even so much since we left the church yeah. and then even yeah. so much since we've started this podcast, yeah, we all it's have. totally we all changed. Um, does it play a big factor in my life? It's not something I really think about all right. that much. No, I've got I agree. other things. Whenever I meditate, I don't really meditate on the Bible. No, that's no. fine. I mean, no. I don't think there's anything. I don't either. No, I mean, I that's, don't either. I, but here's what's interesting is, you know, even as you talk about reading other, other texts and other things like. I'd rather the, read Rumi or. Which is fine. Yeah. Richard absolutely Roar. fine. But here's what's interesting to me personally. I'm, I'm just saying personally. Yeah. I, you know, as I'm reading Alan Watts and Ram Dass, mm-hmm. I read something like, and it immediately I go, oh, that's exactly what Jesus said. Yes. Like, with it, like just happened yeah, with Because Ram Dass. that's my experience. Yeah. Like, that's, that it's, is how my experience has even formed. I would even consider something like Ram Dass or whatever, quote, scripture. It, not in the, because we've taken scripture as there's one holy yeah. scripture, there's one right whatever like no that's a scripture is anything to me it is, is anything that um teaches you that moves you forward so here, that, here whatever here, yeah, here's ahead. how what i what i think of whenever i think about the bible being part of um uh, of the base of what i've got so let's imagine you've got a deck of cards what 52 cards yes okay so let's say um 
You got a deck of cards. You throw them in the air. You pick up twenty six of them, and that's what you start out with. And you've you, you know have you ever tried to to do a deck of cards and put them all in order, like all the twos, all the threes, all the fours. I haven't, but I- yeah. So so uh, you've got half the deck, and they're and they're assorted. Some go in the beginning, some in the end. Um, but you've got half the deck, and they're all random. And then what I feel like now is I'm picking up cards, um, and putting them in the deck where the the Bible didn't quite. Fill, okay. Yeah, that's fill, yeah, fill the deck. Sure. Yeah, I think that's valid. I, 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 I see nothing. But I'll filter through your. Experience. And then I found out that you know I had some old maid cards mixed in. I but I also, I also, I also think that it's important to acknowledge. I'm not saying you're not doing this. I think it's important to acknowledge your, your past. To who? To you. Like I think is it's it? imp- I, yeah I think because it, it's formed you whether you whether you but, think but it has at or what not. level of acknowledgement do I need do I need to to just sit and soak in it and no, just, no, no, no 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 no, no. I but, understand but, what but it understanding is. understanding that even I would say even a rejection of the scripture you grew up with is acknowledging and I don't even know that it's even a rejection it's it's more uh, ambivalent like okay. All right. Right. Like, but I don't know that I need that. I don't know that it needs me to, or that I need to continue to acknowledge it and live in that, that, that basis. And I, I'm, no, I'm I don't think you do. And, and no, I, I'm, I understand that it, that it has shaped how, how I think about things, but my way of thinking has changed so much yeah. that I don't know how much of that is still left. Okay. Well, let me say this. I, when I say experience, I'm talking about current experience, actually, as well. Not just past yeah. experiences. I, when I read Ramdas, I could read Ramdas right now, read it, read a passage one way, and in my brain it connects in a certain way. I can read it a week, two weeks from now and have a completely different connection because my experience has changed yeah. or may have changed in that time. Yeah. So when I'm when we're talking about validating experience, how you read things now isn't necessarily reading them through your past experience. It's reading them through your experience now. Yeah. As well, it, now your your past experience has influenced you, has brought you to this point, but also how you've rejected that experience has brought you to this point. Absolutely, yeah, and, it, and, and that's but that's also valid as well. And, and I'm not saying that it's not uh, influential. I'm not saying that it, that it doesn't have. Um, it's not part of the puzzle. What I'm saying is, is it shouldn't be too precious. No, I, I agree. Don't hold on. I mean, what do you mean by precious? Just, I'm just curious. It's, it's like, it's like the ring, like my precious. I mean, I, I it wasn't what I was initially think, initially thinking, but um, you know, Gollum and, and the ring, my precious, my precious. It's something you have to be able to let it go. Oh, sure. To yeah. to, to fully yeah, I agree with that 100. percent You know, if if you're, you know, you're holding on to to something so close and so tightly, it, it, you're you're unable to pan out and never and never actually oh, I get agree. a full 100% agree. view yeah, of, agree of, with the, you. of the of the, the the full picture. But rejecting just, past experience is still your experience. I'm not saying rejecting, but I'm saying is not making okay, it so rejecting is the wrong. Word. What what I'm not saying is it so precious to where you can't move past it. Right, but Leb's something is letting go. I mean, most of life is letting go. Yeah. That's what most of life is about. And I mean, holding on loosely. Holding like I, on loosely. Yeah. And I, that's how I feel about Christianity. Hold on loosely. Sure. And everything. Here's, here's I do what's too. what's interesting personally. I'm saying this personally. This is my experience. Once again, we're talking about experience. I'm finding myself in a really weird place right now because I I think... You all right, buddy? Woo! <laughs> Took a little too big of a... 
Yeah, logic swig of that sixty-one percent yeah. alcohol. Yeah, uh, that'll that stuff will fuck you up, buddy. Michael's gonna be on my couch tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finding myself in a really weird place because I, you know, grew obviously grew up in the church, grew up with this certain lens of the Bible, tore that down. Uh, I think re- in a lot of ways rejected it. I'm finding myself. What's really weird for me personally is I'm finding, and I don't. I, I say this knowing that I don't read the Bible really. Like I, I'm not like sitting down with the Bible on a weekend or whatever. Like yeah, you're. I'm reading. When's Brothers. the last time you did that? Though? It's like, been a long on time. a regular basis. No, it's been it's forever. What decades? Like, no, it's not been decades. I wouldn't say decades. I was. I mean, when you were paid to do it. Well, but even when I wasn't paid at City Hill, I was doing it like because I think I ha- I felt like I had to. Yeah. What's interesting is now that I've I've gotten rid of that. Um, what the the more loosely I've held on to the Bible, this is I think what um what I found personally is that I've the 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 looser I've held on to it, the more rich I found it. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, yeah, I I think because I I've, I'm I've so steeped in it from growing up in it, going to Bible college, being a pastor for years and years. Like I'm so steeped in it. I remember most of what's happened in the scriptures. Like I can still recall things uh-huh. almost on cue, yeah. like not yeah. necessarily chapter and verse, but Oh, like this story of when Jesus did this, the, le- the, the less I've held on to it tightly, the more rich I have found it to inform my life now. Yeah. I can't explain that. I don't. That seems counterintuitive. That's not because the way we grew up is no, I, I, hold I, I, on I to this, hold on to this tight, and read the Bible every day, and all this. And like the less that I've, the more that I've, be, I've released it, the more rich I have found the the yeah. narrative in it for myself. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's everybody's journey. That's just that's yeah. personally what I found, and I can't explain it. I don't want to. I don't want to give the the picture that I am anti-bible no i don't think christianity so. no, that's no, not, no, not no, the no. case at all the, well, the exact opposite is the case i i am just fine yeah. with it right absolutely and, and i'm i'm just fine with uh other religions as well i'm absolutely. just fine Me too. because i understand that it's all leading to the same yes. thing a, sure a, a further enlightenment of how humanity should be kind to one another and love one another. Yep. And if what whatever path leads you up that hill of love and being more inclusive, go for it. Yeah. As long as you're not a dick, as long as you don't right. hurt other people, yeah. as long as you living well doesn't come to the detriment of other people yeah. or to yourself. Um, I just think it's weird for me for personally it. that the more I've stepped away from it, the more it's I embrace it. The more I've embraced yeah, it, me too. I, that just seems none. Of, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh-huh. I, all I can, all I once again, all I have there is my experience. Well, so, what does embracing it look like for you? It, it's embracing it in that you're not going to church. I no, mean, I'm not. Like, but yeah. I, who gives a shit about church? I think, exactly. I, think, I mean, I mean, I think so, the but, church, but for our listeners, what does that mean? What does embracing? What it means mean? to me is that I, I constantly, as I'm thinking, I still. That narrative still shapes me. I, and it's and it, it it's not from a. I think what now that I'm thinking about it, one thing that's helped me is that I don't. I think a long for a long time I read the Bible. I quote followed the Bible, even though I didn't. Um, you were quote in his steps, right? But out of a out of a sense of religious obligation, I don't have the religious obligation anymore. No, I don't care. I didn't quit about, Christ. I quit the church. I don't, and that's what's, that's what for me personally, I have found 
a richer experience stepping away from the religious part of it. And I think it has taken on more of a meaning to me. So now Do you know what it is? You've walked away from it and you came back to it with the sense of wonder. Yeah, I think you're exactly That's right. what it is. I, yeah. I think I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's I let's let's talk in Joseph Campbell terms. If like I walked out of the village. I walked away from the village and went to the scary place, went into the dark cave and defeated the dragon and came back to the village a different person. And, like and, like and when so, Frodo came back. Right. But I'm not, I'm not a, yeah, I mean, that, that whole story is oh, Joseph yeah. Campbell's hero's journey. That yeah. Jesus yep. Christ. Um, but that is, I've come back in a, to the village in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't feel a sense, not in a sense of obligation. I find myself now trying to love my neighbor and love people, not because I think it makes God happy. Yeah. But because not I'm like, because you're afraid of hell, but exactly. Because I'm like, I to be more enriching. Yes. It has enriched. I find it enriches my life more. Think not reading scripture. I don't really read it anymore, but thinking about it once again, I'm so steeped in it. I remember a lot of it that I find myself so steeped in it that I, I, that is still the lens I look at the world through, but it's different because it's not out of a sense of religious obligation anymore. It's, Oh, this, yeah, this is, I mean, I, I look at Jesus now and I'm like, it's the way to live, man. Yeah. Like yeah. the dude, he is an enlightened being. Mm-hmm. He figured it out. He woke up. Mm-hmm. You're reading the story of a man that yeah. woke up. Yep. And not the man of a, not a religious figure that had some divine mandate to quote, save the world. I think the way of Jesus saves the world because that's the way to live. Yeah. When you live in love, when you live in, in self-sacrificial love and compassion, it literally saves the world. Mm -hmm. So like, there's no more religious baggage with it. Yeah, that I've I've let go of all that, and I've come back home, in quote, come back home it with a, I guess free. He's just a prodigal son, Brad. Right, but I guess I've come back more free. I guess I've come back home more free to. Well, it's your choice. You've owned it. It's now. my choice, and I. But I also have come back with, like, some teachings of Buddha and and the Tao and different things mm-hmm. of like, oh yeah, like you know, I've I've brought all that with me. You know what I mean? Like it's kind yeah. of like in I guess since you've brought up Lord of the Rings, they come back and they're dressed in these different clothes, like and with not just different clothes, but like they are different, yeah, completely like, different people. But people don't even hardly recognize them when yeah. they come back. But they're they're freer. Mm-hmm. They're there's joy. They're like that's that's what I found, and all of that has been experience. Yeah, and they see everything but, differently. But what's of weird is because of that experience, I had to for a time jettison all of it. So you're like Frodo, you threw the, the ring, the Bible into <laughs> into the fires into Mount Doom. Mount, fires, fires of Mount Doom. You came back and you're changed. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the way to say it, but it's it, I don't I I get I I get kind of bored with and it, maybe bored's not the right word. I I'm over the argument from certain people that have left the faith. I, once this is going to sound harsh. I don't mean it that way. I get it. If this is what you want to do, I'm fine with it. But I'm not interested in the argument anymore of like just getting rid of the Bible because you grew up with it. No, oh, it's all bullshit. No, it's not all bullshit. Yeah, like it's saying the same shit that it's the Buddha not, said. It's, it's not the same like, shit that's I, like being that, said in Hindu. And once in again, Hinduism. if that's if that's your journey, I get it. But like, you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to. 
like insult it and be like, oh, if you think anything in the Bible is real, you're full of shit and you're stupid and everything. No, no, no. Like, like, let me say this. Yeah. If you have left Christianity and you and you feel that way about the Bible, if you have left Christianity and you are angry, you're not there yet. You're not right, and that's fine. And you missed you missed the point. It, You're frankly, not free yet. Frankly, You're not I, free. frankly, I feel like the church needs to be left. Like I think the church deserves to be left behind. Like you're supposed to leave your parents. Yeah. You're supposed to leave what what you w- were raised in. Mm-hmm. You're meant to go out. You're meant to have this journey, and if you're angry about it, you're not done yet. Well, what's I mean? What's the proverb that, that Rob Bell's used a dozen times, a million times? First, the river was a river and the mountain was a mountain. And then the river wasn't a river and the mountain wasn't a mountain. Yeah. And then the river was a river and the mountain was a mountain. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think what we're all three talking about is we find ourselves on the other side of it was not a well, mountain and, and once not a river. It, and now it's a river and a mountain again. And we're noticing it for what it actually is. Yep. And well, we're and in there the zoomed out. Yeah. Yeah. I think you zoom out and you, yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a good way to put it. But in, and once again, to use Joseph Campbell's language of the hero's journey, you, like, I think it's healthy to leave. You have to mm-hmm. leave the village. Like, yeah. every great story is the the hero leaves. Like, any movie, any... Like, you can li- literally plug and play that into about any good story. Yeah. Is the hero has to leave. But then for it to be a compelling story, it also... Ha- this, the hero has to come back, but come back different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you go out and you... I mean, like, what is it? I think... He says, like, it's you, you leave the village even though it's chicken night and you love chicken. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you leave and you have, but you, there's a, like, you're not free until you can come back, but come back in a different, yeah, as a different and, person. And, and coming back is different for everyone. It yes, doesn't mean, it does. It, it looks doesn't mean totally going different. Back to no. sun, going back to Sunday school. It's not no, no, no. jamming out to David Crowder. You know, it, it's not no, Caleb and living the dream. <laughs> you know, it, it's not any of those things. It, it, it can be you coming back to center. And for me, that's that's the thing because you were centered, and then you became uncentered, and now you yeah. get to get recentered. Yeah. And until you can get recentered, you're not quote unquote home. And sure. home may be different. It oh, may absolutely. Be a different place. Yep. It may be a different faith. It may be yep. a different it may be no mindset. Faith. It like, may be a, yeah. you know a, a, a different uh, identity. And um, coming home isn't coming home until 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 yeah. you've gone through well, the journey and i wish we could reclaim the word repent i, I mean i know that oh absolutely because it yeah, literally yeah. just means to change your mind yeah. and that's that's when you're going from repentance is literally going from the river's a river the river's not a river and then the river's a river yeah that's what that's what repentance is it's literally just changing the way you see reality around you yep um so we, we've talked about experience but i think tradition we need to talk about too because it, he mentions that as well um Scripture is validated by experience, and experience is validated by tradition or good scales for one's spiritual worldview. Um, if you can't find, if you're a Christian right now and you're listening to this, I'm sure, there are probably not a lot left. I'm guessing at yeah, this they're, point, they're, but, they're more than you'd but suspect. If you can't find validation throughout cr- Christian history or the scriptures to validate your worldview, particularly Christian history, maybe it's time to question it. Yeah, I mean specifically the doctrine of hell. I mean Brandon eviscerated that in his series that he did. Uh, Brandon, who? Anderson. 
Never heard of her. What? Yeah, he's uh, he's been on the podcast a few times. I don't know. He comes here and brings a bunch of founders beer. And he wrote something on Facebook. Oh, it's you're like, talking about Senior Hops. Senior Hops Lamp. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. his birthday today. Uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Bojangles. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, he he wrote on Facebook. What do you guys want to talk about today? I was like, do you have anything on hell? <laughs> uh, BrandonAnders.com. Read his series on hell. It's a ten part series. It's phenomenal. Anyway, but that's I mean that's one very specific thing that. Christian history tradition, it doesn't bear that out. There's literally throughout history, there's no, nobody believed that until recently, the current evangelical view of hell. Um, and I think another way that tradition is really important is. Tradition. Look at, yeah, I can't believe you haven't played that. <laughs> you don't have to now. Well, I say you already lost the moment, but um, <laughs> Michael. What? I'm not doing anything. Well, you're lo- you're looking for it. Just play it. <laughs> Tradition. There we go. Tradition. 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 <laughs> well, I mean, what well, is? Here's an example. You've even got in the fourth century Augustine saying, "Love God and do what thou wilt." Yeah. Love God and do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Like, gee, like, yeah. fuck me, man. Even then, that doesn't, like, that doesn't preach now. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So even in the fourth century, you had a guy mm-hmm. saying this, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a good example of that is, look at the prophets and what they railed against. You have, and then compare that to what Wall Street's doing right now. Ugh. I mean, you you literally have thousands of years of tradition Speaking against greed and injustice. Wait, did you say tradition? God damn it, man. Can we just skip this section? Can we just end now? Because he's going to keep doing that. You have thousands of years of, of, of these guys, of prophets and mystics standing up and saying against greed and injustice and oppressive systems. Like, that has value now. Yeah. Not just... And that has value for our worldview now. Like, that validates our worldview now right. that we hold that what is happening in America? Capitalism does not fucking work. Yep. It works for a very, very, very tiny minority of people, like the one percent. It works for it, it works for that it works for that asshole that runs Amazon. It works for the Koch brothers, or at least one of them. Um it doesn't work for the one that's dead now, but um it only works for a very, very select few of people. It does not work for everybody. And literally thousands of years ago the prophets were saying that very thing. Yeah. That it does not work, like greed does not work, um, the the storing up of treasure does not work. Yeah. Um, so I, and then you go back to like second second century Celtic spirituality. There Are was we still recording. Yes, okay. <laughs> I've got it up. It's fine. Second same century. <laughs> what? Me same. <laughs> you beat me to it. Double same. What? What I say? I've got it up. Oh. <laughs> this is good whiskey. So. Um, Second century Celtic spirituality talked about love of the earth. Uh, second century Celtic spirituality talked about the sacred feminine. It talked about the good within all humanity. It talked about a relationship with the soil. So you got things that are going back literally almost 2,000 years to the very earliest Christian spirituality and validating what we're, what's happening even right now. Love of the earth. Uh, sacred femininity. Like... The, the good within all humanity, you know, the Christ consciousness. All that shit was happening yep. 2,000 fucking years ago or longer. So, tr- the, like, tradition does can validate 
our experience. Tradition! Sorry, that was the last one. That's all I got. I, whatever. <laughs> I just think it's important. Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, you were on a roll there. You did a good job. Thanks, Michael. Your approval means a lot to me. I, I just think it's important to know that it. This is just how, about how we view the scriptures. It's about how we view reality. Yeah, itself. Uh, we view everything through our experience, and I think a lot, the things that we have believed have probably been believed before, long before us. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they're not they're not unique to Christianity. It's not nothing like Christianity. New, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. It's not like Christianity is the only one that said love your neighbor. Yeah. As yourself. Christianity is not the only one with the golden rule. Christianity is not the only one with um, seeing the good in all humanity, seeing the, the, the Christ, the Tao, the yeah. whatever, working all around you. Like, it, it, it's not the only one to see that. And I think that's important to understand. So whatever your worldview may be, understand that your experience is important and that you will interpret everything through that experience. And yeah. that's a very good first step. To maybe even seeing what needs to change in my yeah. worldview. Yep. Acknowledge your experience. Acknowledge it for what it is and what it was. And then what it is now, you're, you understand that whatever it is now and whatever it is tomorrow, you're going to interpret everything through that. Yeah. I'm just reading over your thing. So scripture as validated by experience mm-hmm. and experience as validated by tradition mm-hmm. are good scales for one's spiritual worldview. Yeah. Methodology. How you, how you see the world. Even if that tradition is Buddhist tradition or whatever, or, or no Taoist, tra- or, or no tradition, atheist, or, or a yeah. freaking Nietzsche, like yeah. whatever, as long as it's moving you toward being a compassionate person. Yeah. I mean, I've read Nietzsche and I don't know that that personally has, could move me towards being a more compassionate person, but maybe some people do and that's fine. Um, Nietzsche had some uh, really, really bad opinions. He was kind of a shithead. Uh, <laughs> I agree with some of what he said. Still a shithead. Um, so, Michael, what do you? I mean, how would you want to wrap this up? I know I th- you're in. I think you're in a different place than the two of us, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. I, and what's so, funny, which, which makes funny, it, which makes this even more interesting discussion is as I feel like we all feel like we're rooted. You know what I mean? We all sure. feel like we're yeah. in a better but, spot than we've been. Absolutely. Um, but we're all in different spots. Yeah. Um, I was actually having a conversation with uh, a, a turd. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to just say what we were talking about. But, um, And he was just talking about how like he's going to church uh, still and, and um, he um, hasn't really listened to the podcast all that much lately. And, and my response was, that's fine sure we're not for everyone nope. and we're not for every season for everyone um and we're fine with that it's like I, I don't have a problem with god and it's like well you know i don't i don't either um that's and that's the thing so um so for me um as as long as you're you're moving towards a more loving worldview that's that's where it's at so so what i wrote to him was um it's awesome that you're cool with God. Uh, we are definitely not for everyone during all seasons. Uh, Brad and I were just talking uh, about how much we have changed since we started the podcast. Um, and I'm all for people finding wholeness. And if you find that in a church, more power to you. Yep. Uh, any more of my beliefs are pretty simple. And then I, I wrote kind of my, my, what I've been working on is my, 
uh, my set of beliefs in no particular order that your responsibility is to yourself. Um, Live a life that is full. Uh, Live a full life that doesn't come at the expense of others or to yourself. Yep. Um, Love generously. Uh, The Hippocratic Oath, which is do no harm. Mm -hmm. And then Wheaton's Law, don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, And if you can do all that and be happy then it's fucking awesome. Regardless of your religion, you are living in the Christ consciousness. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So The that, Tao, the Christ consciousness. Whatever you want yeah, to call the it. Eternal Tao, you know, the eternal Tao. Yeah. You're walking up this, this, the mountain. And um, and, and for me, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, we're probably all relatively in the same place. Yeah, I think, I think that's what you said. Like, I think we're the kind language, of all in the same place with different language and... Yeah, from different. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe just different language, but yeah. I mean, I think we're all in the same. I think we're all in agreement. Oh yeah. yeah. I think terminology is different, maybe. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it's. It, I think how we relate to our past is probably the biggest difference. Yeah. And, and part of me is it, it's it's I'm just it's I don't want to say ambivalence because it seems like I don't care, but at the same time, it's like there's so much more in the here. Than there is in the present, than there is in the past, sure. or or even in the future. Sure. And and so much of just the time that I've been, we've been doing this podcast has been me f- figuring out how to be more present in the moment. Um, so for you to say we got to return home is like ah, do we? Um, and to to an extent, yes, I I fully agree with you. And we're always home. Home is where we are. Um, yeah. And for me, it's a more about finding contentment, not contentment in complacency, but contentment in, um, into feeling good about where you're at yep. uh, and the journey that you're on. Agree. I agree. hundred percent. All right. All right. Calling that good. I guess so. All right. All right. Here we go. Now that we puked in your seat. You can tell us what you think. The five stars get red. That's sixty-one percent alcohol clapping right hard right there, buddy. Yeah, boy, that spring meal bourbon's good. Yeah, it really is. Please don't. If if you're not gonna let God, me play, I, I believe song. I can fly. That's the new I believe I can fly. <laughs> I think I think I'd rather listen to R. Kelly. All right, Jesus. wish you wish was back. No, Fred. God damn it. Please Man. stop. <laughs> Woo. Uh, I believe I can No five stars. Oh man, hold on, hold on. I got some. I got some. <sighs> <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Is that? No, you're not. This is That's why. Michael. Oh my no. gosh. <laughs> He's got a little bit of Mississippi leg hound in him. Michael. Oh, wow. 
shove it up your butt. Why are you awake? You're fired. 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 You make it not. <laughs> I hate you all the devil and the devil. So much. You all the devil and the devil. Oh my god. You all the devil and the devil. You all the devil and you are bad. Michael. I got a really good feeling about this. My God, that was a literal soundboard orgy. Jeez. My God. That's for everybody who said we need to get the soundboard back. Oh, well, I'm sure they take it back now. All right, you're welcome. Oh, boy. Well, what are we doing? Brad, do we have any Twitter feedback? Oh, I don't know. Um, Am I going to unmute me? Oh, yeah. No, don't unmute him. Yeah. There's a feedback. That's right. Yeah. fine. What's your sound? That's fine. Why are you playing this? Why, why, Billy? Don't, don't. Stop. This is a callback that nobody needs. Nobody needs a song about rape by Billy Ocean in the 80s. Oh, my God. God damn, Michael. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I, it's I my fault. Again. Yeah, just mute me. Oh, God. Um... No, there's nothing. I don't care. Okay, good. All right. All right. Uh, hashtags. Hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> Play me. the song, Michael. All right. Uh, where's it at? Where are we at? Where in the world is the button? Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our That's the smoothest 61% I think I've ever had. That's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Oh, did you try the Elijah Craig? Yeah. It's good, man. Uh, hashtag Michael's local honey hole. Mm-hmm. Hashtag ate the slow bone. God damn it. <laughs> hashtag fancy or filth. It's the local KFC. Uh, yeah. Hashtag fuck you is our love language. <laughs> I stand by that. Hashtag rolled around, ate everything, and jerked off. That's the Brad Polly story. It's like a hairless feral hog just <laughs> freaking going to town. <laughs> I can't read my... Hashtag uh, prime the shit out of it. Hashtag priming the musket. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Hashtag Buka's brother. <laughs> Buka Allen. Hashtag hairless feral hog. Late entry. And then hashtag <laughs> Ukrainian for Nope. Detroit. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck me. Ukrainian feral hog. <laughs> Ukrainian feral hog? No, no. That's no. not what it was. You care, Ukrainian Vern Troyer. Yeah. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all right. <laughs> are you? Maybe. Uh, Hi. Hashtag immature, <laughs> hashtag immature hogs. <laughs> hashtag. Oh, trying to behave. Hashtag they lack intellectual depth. <laughs> hashtag rototillers. <laughs> 
Hashtag, this is my favorite. Adolescent musket. (laughs) 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 Hashtag, is that an old spice? Yeah. Hashtag, it's derivative. Body spray. Adolescent musket. (laughs) Hashtag, sucked through the toilet hole. (laughs) Hashtag, same age as our Lord. (laughs) That's that's actually pretty good. (laughs) Hashtag, she has adult teeth. That that actually might be the winner. If it's not gonna be Ukrainian for Troyer, it has to be. I think we know Michael's vote. That's the hardest I think I've ever seen him laugh. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Hashtag I want to make sure she's dead And then hashtag Hairless Fairhog Michael what do you got You need to speak into the microphone buddy Alright I've got hog problem <laughs> Inbred hogs <laughs> The pigs are rototillers <laughs> Sucked through the toilet hole. <laughs> Did it all for the glory hole of love. <laughs> you could take that cookie and shove it up your yeah. <laughs> Did it all. I did it all for the cookie. <laughs> did it all for the glory hole of love. Uh, Buka's brother. <laughs> that's not gonna win, but that's a damn it's good pretty one, man. Ah, uh, the mocking of Christ, <laughs> a Mel Gibson joint. <laughs> Can we do Mel Gibson hates the Jews? <laughs> that's probably already. Hashtag. And then U- Ukrainian Vern Troy. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I am vetoing the shit out of that. Nope. Uh, I think uh, I think it's got to be she has adult teeth. I think that's, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on board with that. <laughs> it's got to be that. All right, if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag hashtag she has adult teeth. <laughs> she has adult teeth. Is that period? Oh, uh, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. At MJ Basinger, at Polly Name Matt, at Polly Name Brad, uh, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcasting, Glorious Pastors on Instagram. Uh, support this podcast comes from listeners like you. Subscribe, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, IngloriousPastors.com or Jizzmuzzle.com, whatever you like. We actually just got a new patron on Patreon. Hey, welcome. Uh, hey, Christina Gaudi. Welcome, Christina. Yeah, hey, hey, Christy up? G. Oh, get, Christy God. We don't give shout outs to everybody that joins us, but uh, you did it while we're doing a live show. Um, yeah, support for this pop- podcast comes from listeners like you. Join the Pastors Club, get access to our spinoff podcast, buy us around and help shape the content of this show. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Hashtag, she has adult teeth. <laughs> hey, get out of our dreams, get into the pub. Get out no. of our no. dreams. Yeah, let's just wait for that pub. Face porn, fuck yeah. <laughs> Floating around, oh. everybody fucking everyone. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
Uh, boy. <laughs> I retire. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are you still recording? Yeah, I am. One more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just need-